How do you make sure that your audience connects with you, engages with you, especially when you're on camera? What if you're not a news anchor, news anchorette, or I don't know what the proper term is. What if you're just uh, somebody who is just a business person who wants to connect with the audience? What do you do in that case? Well, let's talk about it. Y'all, Robert Kennedy the third here, RK3. That's me, and welcome back to another episode of the What's My Story podcast. How I got from there to here, the show where we talk about pivotal moments in people's lives that really transcend or transport them to that next space or that next place that they need to get to. If you're trying to get to a place of success, one of the things that we try to do here on the show is help you to figure out how to do that by listening to the stories or checking out the stories of other people's lives. And yeah, you're good. You're sure to learn something from that. So today we're going to do this a little bit differently. Our guest that was going to be with us today had some, some issues, some technical issues. And so we're going to have to switch that to another day, but we wanted to make sure that the show went forward. And so today I'm going to be sharing with you, Five tips, five things that you can be doing when you go on camera to engage your audience. All right. But before we jump into that, I want to update you on a couple of things. First of all, the biggest thing is that we have got the What's My Story, the I'm so sorry, the Story to Stage Summit upcoming, the Story to Stage Virtual Summit. I want you to check out www dot story to stage summit.com. If you're a small business owner, if you're someone who is looking to make sure that you can grow your influence, that you can increase your visibility, that you can generate more income using the one thing that nobody else has your story, then you want to check out this conference. You want to check out this summit because we're going to be having some fantastic speakers. We'll have Delator McNeil, Lois Kramer, Kirk Nugent, Shannon Bussey, Diana Gladney, Rain Bennett, Kat Dunn, Tom Schwab, all talking about different avenues or different ways that you can take your personal story and leverage that thing so that you can make even more of an impact in and with your business. So we want to make sure that you're signed up for that. Seats are being sold already. Go to www.storytostagesummit.com. As a matter of fact, if you're watching me live, I want you to hang out with me till the end of the episode, and I'll give you the opportunity to grab a seat for free. All right. So uh, also, if you are listening to the podcast, if you're watching this podcast, but you want, you'd much rather have the audio version of this so that you can listen in your car and then you can learn that way. Uh, I would love for you to go over to uh, what's my story podcast dot live. Let me see if I can put this on the bottom of my screen here. What's my story podcast dot live every Thursday morning, we release new versions or new episodes of this so that you can get that information. All right. So 
Let's move into what we have for today. So I wanted to talk about five things you can do to become better on camera. Now, why is that even important? I remember it was about 10 years ago. I was getting ready to do, to launch my very first podcast and I was using Google Hangouts. <laughs> How many people remember Google Hangouts? If you remember Google Hangouts, you're, you're like tech old, right? <laughs> so I was launching my very first podcast using Google Hangouts and I was concerned about the production stuff, right? I wanted to make sure that the music was correct. I wanted to have a stinger. Or I wanted to have an intro bumper video at the beginning of the podcast. I wanted to make sure that it was cool, that it was okay. And I did those things and I really was able to, to create some production value by paying attention to those things. But when I look back at my very first podcast or when I look back at the very first episode or the, one of the earliest things that I did on video, I saw and I see, and maybe I'm more critical of myself than other people, but I saw and I see some things that I would do quite a bit differently because I want to engage people differently. I want to make sure that the audience is connected with the message, the story that I'm trying to share. And especially over the last couple of years, right? You have experienced being in a space where virtual and video have exploded and they have grown in such a way that it is the main way to have conversation and to connect with people, virtual video, right? So if a lot of people are doing this, if a lot of people are on video, how do you make a difference? How do you stand out? How do you show up in a way that engages and connects with your audience and allows them to not just understand your message, but allows them to know that you understand what they're dealing with and what they're feeling with, not feeling with, what they're feeling. So I want to share with you five things, five things that I do, five things that you can do to really up-level your on-camera storytelling skills. Okay, and we're going to be sharing some of these and some more with you at the Story to Stage Summit next week. So I want you to get registered. If you haven't done that yet, it's February 22nd and 23rd. There are going to be nine presenters, uh, including myself, and we're going to be sharing with you how you can take your story and take it to a stage. And when, we, when, we, when we're talking about stages, we're not just talking about a ballroom or an auditorium. We're talking about some of the online stages such as Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, right? Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora. We're talking about those stages. We're talking about YouTube, Vimeo. We're talking about those stages. We're talking about live streaming platforms. We're talking about those stages. So that is what we're going to be doing. And we're going to be showing you not only how to show up on those stages, but how to monetize your appearance, how to monetize your story, how to get paid for your pain, right? How to get paid for your experiences, your situations, the stuff that you've had to endure, walk through, navigate. 
So we want to make sure that you do that. So again, get your get your seat, Story to Stage, go to www.storytostagesummit.com. All right, so let's jump in. Let's jump in. I'm not going to have any lower thirds or any signs on this because of the because we're we're kind of in a backup program today, but that's okay. I know that if you hang out, you listen up, you're going to get some stuff. All right. So let's go. On camera tip number one, on camera tip number one. If I go back to the podcast that I thought that I shared that I, that I did my very first Google Hangouts podcast, the biggest thing that I noticed about that podcast appearance is that my energy was super low. I thought I was being chill and Rico Suave. I thought that I was just grooving and breaking it down. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I thought that I was um, just being myself. But when I looked back at the video, it was very, the energy was pulled away. I want you to think about it in this way. Imagine that you are in or on a football field. Using a football example, we just won a Super, Super Bowl last night. You're on a football field. You and your friend, you're in one end. You're in one end zone talking to each other. And you're having an animated conversation. And you're having fun. And you're talking to each other. You're both using your hands. You're both speaking. You're both laughing. And you're about six feet, socially distanced, away from each other. And you're having fun in that conversation. Then... You go to the other end, one of you goes to the other end, and one of you stays in the original end zone. So you're both on two separate ends of the field now. You want to have the same conversation. Do you speak with the same energy, with the same volume, with the same, you know, guest gestures? What do you do? Do you do anything differently? And the answer is yes, you do. Right. So tip number one is before you click that record button, before you click the go live button, get your energy up. You got to focus on your energy. Right. My energy is at this level and I know that I'm going to click the button. I'm going to flip the button to go live. So I know that now I need to double at least the energy that I had. So if I think about that football example, again, if I think about that example, if I'm in a different end zone than or I was originally, and we're having this conversation, I've got to open my mouth wider. I've got to enunciate my words differently. If I'm using my hands to speak, just kind of having my hands out in front of me like this, doesn't work as well. So I've got to make my, my body language, my gestures a bit larger, right? I've got to think about that because there's this distance. And I want you to think about it this way. The camera places a distance between you and your audience. So if your camera places a difference between a distance between you and your audience, you've got to up level or upgrade the energy that you use in that conversation in order to connect with the audience in the same way. So tip number one, when you're getting a lot, when you're going live on camera, when you're getting on a video, 
Tip number one is get your energy up, double your energy at least, be intentional about that before the button is clicked. Okay, how can you do that? A couple of quick examples. One of the things that I do, especially when I'm going on stage, I just, I get my blood flowing, I shadow box. I do something to get my energy moving. I do something to get my energy moving. And then after that, one of the things that I do when I prepare is I kind of keep my lips soft. I keep my tongue soft because what happens, there's a lot of people that when the camera clicks record, they do a lip smack. And so they start out and the first thing that you hear is, right? Now that may not be a big deal to a lot of people. However, if that's the first thing that you hear every time, right, that makes a difference. Some Sometimes that makes the sound in your microphone. It can, it can drive your audience away because it's a stressful sound for them. Okay. So you want to make sure that you get your energy up before the button is clicked. Tip number two, tip number two, you all ready for tip number two, tip number one. Oh yeah. Get your energy up before the button is clicked. I just scared somebody away. It was a little bit loud. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll turn that down. <laughs> all right. Tip number two, here we go. A little bit more general. Tip number two, be clear about where you want to end up. Be clear of your landing spot. Be clear uh, about your point that you want to make. And you want to make sure that you have a point that you can encapsulate in a sentence. One of the biggest faux pas that I see is people on camera and they start to talk and they're rambling and they're interrupted and they're saying, hey, Jane, hey, Mary, hey, Billy, hey, Joan, hey, Bob, hey, Peter, hey, Simon. All, and they're saying hey to everybody, but they're not clear about where they want to end up. So it takes a lot of time for them to either find the point and they meander around all sorts of rocks and holes and potholes and, and trees and shrubs. And they're not clear about where they want to end up. So it's, it's, they take the scenic route. And sometimes a scenic route is nice. Sometimes it is. <laughs> but you don't really want to take the scenic route. You want to make sure that you know where you want to end up. So if you can think about it, before you click record, before you open your mouth, before you get on video, if you can think about what is the ultimate point. If I were to, if my audience were able to sum up my, my speech or my talk or my video or my presentation in one sentence, what would that one sentence be? If my audience could sum up my speech, video, presentation, talk in one sentence, what would that sentence be? Especially if it's, I, if it's a situation where I want them to take something away, what would that be? Okay. So number two, tip number two, be clear about where you want to end up. Tip number three, tip number three, use a framework to structure your information. Now that you understand where you want to end up, how do you get there? How do you get there? I live in Maryland, and let's just say that I wanted to get to Raleigh, North Carolina. And I put that into the GPS. The GPS gives me a path and there are certain cities that I'll pass through on the way. Now, let's just say 
that the other way is, okay, I know that I want to get to Raleigh, North Carolina, but whichever direction I take will get me there. And I start out by driving north. I go through Pennsylvania. Then I go through Ohio and I end up in Kentucky. Then I go down to Nebraska and Texas and hop over to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then I drive back east for a little bit. And so I'm doing all of this stuff, <laughs> right? And I haven't gotten to my destination. I know where I want to go, but I have not structured the journey to get there. So you want to be able to structure that. So if you know that you are going to speak for 10 minutes, how much time are you going to spend doing your setup? How many time, how much time are you going to spend addressing the challenge or the conflict? And then how much time are you going to spend sharing the solution? Okay. So if you want to do your setup, your conflict or your problem or your challenge, and then your solution, okay, I'm going to spend two minutes on this. I'm going to spend two minutes on the problem. And then I'm going to spend six minutes, five minutes do, dealing with the solution to this challenge. And then I'll do my close in one minute or 30 seconds. Okay. So you, that there's a framework, there's a structure that you're using to walk through this instead of just trying to figure it out as you go along. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll recap really quickly. Tip number one, get your energy up before the button is clicked. Tip number two, be clear about where you want to end up. Be clear about your destination. And then tip number three, use a framework to structure your information so that your audience can journey with you and follow you along on the way to that destination. Tip number four, tip number four, Speak in sound bites. Okay, tip number four, speak in sound bites. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by speaking in sound bites? Well, I'm talking about speaking in sentences, statements, or phrases sometime during your presentation that people can remember. So, for example, let me, I'm going to open up and I wasn't necessarily planning on doing this, but I'm going to open up a my, my notes. There's a show that I do on Monday mornings. Let me see if I can point to it right here. Yeah, on Monday mornings called the Monday Morning Get Up. And it's a 15-minute inspirational show that I do. Every morning, every week, when I create the notes for my show, what I do at the beginning is... I write down the quote itself and I wish I should have, I wish I could share this with you. Um, maybe I can do it through another path here. Let me see if I can pull it up in my iPad quickly. Yeah, actually, let me not, I'll just talk you through it because it's, I don't want to disrupt or distract from the journey here. So what I do in the show what I do at the beginning of the show or early as I'm preparing for this show is I'll write down the quote that I'm looking to, to take care of or to talk about that day. And then I'll write a story or I'll look at a story or an example that relates to that quote. And then I'll write two or three sound bites, right? I'll write two or three sound bites. That makes sense for that show. 
So let me read through a few of these. So a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I, uh, I was talking about a quote from Jimmy Dean, which said, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust the sails to reach my destination. That was the quote for the day. I was talking about uh, my business failing and me being asked to go back to some other things. Okay, those were the, that's what, that was a quote, and that was some of the examples. A sound bite that I used that day was, sometimes when the hill is too steep, you need to shift into a lower gear to, chain, to gain traction. Right? Sometimes when the hill is too steep, you may need to shift into a lower gear to gain traction. And that sound bite was easy because it was something that created a picture. Steep hill, lower gear, gaining traction. Okay? So those were some picture words, words that really created picture in my mind. There was another one that I that I that I created for that day and it says sometimes you need to adjust your sails in order to operate in your gift. Quick soundbite. And now the soundbite, when I talk about a soundbite, it doesn't have to be a sexy phrase. It doesn't have to be a slogan, it doesn't have to rhyme, it doesn't have to have this uh a certain rhythm or flow to it necessarily. It's just a short phrase that, that encapsulates the message that is easy to remember. Right. There's a, I was doing another show where was, where the quote that I used was you should set goals beyond your reach. So you have something to live for. And I was talking about my, I, I thought that there was a problem with my back and my, my chiropractor told me the problem wasn't, wasn't with my back. The problem was that I wasn't, my legs were not stretched, right? And so the soundbite that I use was, if you only reach for what is in within reach, you train yourself to have less capacity, okay? And then another soundbite was, sometimes we think the problem is that something is broken, but the issue is that we aren't stretching, right? Something easy, something memorable that really links to the point that you wanted to make. So, so that is another example or that's another tip speak in sound bites. And then the last thing, the last tip that I'll share today, tip number five for going on camera and making sure that you are able to connect with your audience. Tip number five is smile, smile, smile. I can't tell you how many videos I've seen. I can't tell you how many conversations or how many lives I've seen where the people on it look upset. They look mad. They look like they're gangster. They look like they're trying to, mm, yeah, get somebody in the gang or something like that. You want to smile and connect with your audience. Okay. Know where you're looking, know where they are, know where the lens is, and then smile to connect with your audience. As a matter of fact, that's a really helpful thing to do as you create a video. Practice having a smile for a couple of seconds at the beginning of your video and then moving into your content. And when you're done your content, smile again and hold that smile for a few moments so that you can, uh, if you need to edit the video later, or if somebody needs to edit the video later, they don't cut off the end of your word because they're doing a fade or a dissolve. Okay, so if you want to make sure that you connect with your audience, one of the things that you can do, a live on-camera tip is to smile. So I'll go back through these really quickly. You want to be successful on camera. You want to be successful on video with your story. Number one tip, 
get your energy up, at least double that energy before the, before the button is clicked. And that doesn't necessarily mean getting super loud. It just means being more intentional about your facial expressions. It means being more intentional about your body language. It means being more intentional about how you enunciate and say your words. Okay, get your energy up before the button is clicked. Number two, be clear about where you want to end up. Be clear about where you want to end up. Number three, use a framework to structure your information. And then number four, speak in sound bites. Simple, easy statements that you can use to create memory. Okay, simple memory tags. And then number five, smile. Smile most of the time. Smile, smile, smile. All right. Now, I hope those were helpful for you today. If you had a notebook, if you had a pen, I hope you wrote them down. If you did not, then you can rewind this episode. You can go back to the audio of this on Thursday when it comes out at what's my story podcast dot live. Okay. What's my story podcast dot live. And you can listen to the audio version of this rewind, slow down, speed up, do whatever you need to get the information, get the nuggets and the gold. And I want to ask you, I want to encourage you. I want to remind you that seats are limited. Seats are going. So make sure that if you want to do If you want to grow with your story, if you want to generate more income, if you want to attract your ideal audience, if you want to figure out how to up-level, upgrade, increase your visibility using your story, then you want to be at this summit with all of these experts who are going to get you right. All right? So go to www.storytostagesummit.com. www.storytostagesummit.com. Do me a favor. Share this podcast with somebody and let them know the value and the goodness that you got today. All right. I'll see you on the next episode of the What's My Story podcast. Peace.